Welcome back, everybody. Uh, or if you haven't been here before, this is Cutting It With Harry, a podcast where I'll be chatting with people from all sides of the fitness, diet, well-being and body positive world. So, uh, yeah, without further ado. Every rep that I do gets me closer to accomplishing this goal, to make this goal, this vision turn into reality. I am here with Craig Hamer, aka Hamer Sports Therapy. And if anyone has been to Hamer Sports Therapy before, they're probably uh, realizing that it's not Hammer now. It's, it's pronounced Hamer because I just realized. <laughs> um, so you were also, aside from sports therapy, you were also first place um, in first timers NABA. 2015 and then second place in 2018 so you went in for your first timers and came first yeah it was a good experience yeah <laughs> to I, say bet. The least. I bet but then like we were saying a minute ago you go in you 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 get the first place where do you go from there like and you're expecting that yeah i mean you, you come out on such a high and then you just expect to just nail that every time but Obviously, expectations versus reality is just never the case. So. Yeah. How did it feel when you got the second then? What did it... Well, that was like three years later, I think. So yeah. I, it's disheartening not to come first, you know, when you're emotionally attached at the point in the show, you, you think about things and you're looking at the pictures and thinking, is it done justice? But you get what you work for. That's that's exactly what it is. Right. Okay. So do you feel that you didn't work as hard in the second time round or like definitely what was not it? Oh, really? that's <laughs> what it was then so you were like got first it's easy i'd done my own prep on the second one so the first one i didn't have a coach as such um i would all sort of came about is me and a friend of mine i know we won't mind me mentioning his name anthony sava okay. training together in the gym um and he mentioned doing a bodybuilding show and i was like oh, right okay you know yeah palm that off didn't think nothing would come of it and he'd done his 2014 one. He's like, oh, you've got to get on this. We're going to do this. I was like, oh, all right, okay. That's nice. Yeah. It's always so, good to have a mate like, yeah, to, to bounce off of that. No, and absolutely spot on. And we went with that then. Um, and then in the 2015, there was a guy in the gym, um, <laughs> quite a big lad, obviously big Mike, as you, you would call him. Just the generic <laughs> thing, isn't it? Somebody's, big Mike. Yeah, he's yeah, a, genetics he's a bodybuilder. He's play. a big, big Mike, big D, big yeah. Steve. You know, it's just big, <laughs> whatever it is. But yeah. And he was like, oh, are you interested here? I was like, well, yeah, give it a go, as you do, young, dumb, just give anything a try. He's like, right, okay, uh, come up to my house, here's my address, blah, blah, see you later on. Okay, yeah. And turn up there, he's got a diet plan wrote out and no everything. No way, that's and nice. He, yeah, that was nice. And then he turned around, he's got some carrier bag busting out. He's like, right, okay, which arm, left or right? I think, what do you mean? Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, my gosh. And this is the first time that you'd ever, like... It's performance enhancing drugs, right? Coming to that side, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Coming to the dark side. Yeah. Okay. Now, my personal thoughts on this is everyone's taking them. Everyone in the gym. I know I pretty much pretty much everyone. So and a lot of people are getting it very wrong. Very wrong. Because they they, they don't there isn't enough information out there, there isn't enough um, education, support behind it because yeah. they're all doing it on the sneak, so we're doing it secretly that's it now where do you learn about it though yeah. oh the guy in the gym no. oh, what so what do you do you know, I'll, I'll just do this i'll do that and it's it's all sort of fed down the wrong way you can really long-term damage absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah so i feel more 
talking about it and getting out there and understanding it better is a good thing, I think, because you're not going to be able to fight it. No, not at all. And there's, at the end of the day, it is a drug. It's a, it's a paired performance enhancing drug. So mm -hmm. you are taking a risk to compromise your body. You, mm. you take that risk on yourself knowing what the potential side effects are for better or worse. Um, and if you're willing to take those risks and go to where you want to go in life, you know, and it, it depends really on your mantra, what you want to do. Yeah. If you're doing it willy-nilly just to give it a try. Nah. Be careful. Yeah. yeah, well, why are you doing it in the first place, you know? It changes your whole, um, the way that your body reacts to diets, to cardio, it changes you massively. massively. So, yeah. And forever as well, there's no going back. When you start doing it in cycles, that's it. Yeah, and again, it's a stigma around cycles. It's like, how much do you use per week, per per day? What are you using? How much, you know, um, how many compounds are you using? And getting older now as I am in sort of 30, you start to think of the repercussions of things and think, hang on, you know, should I be using this much? So 30 isn't old, by the way. Oh, get please, older. Please, I didn't say old, it's an old guy. <laughs> it's not like an old man. <laughs> no, I mean, you, you got to look at like the minimal minimal use for the maximum gain. Yeah, yeah. From my perspective. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I suppose when you're looking at like Olympian level, yeah, you know, you've got to be really clued up and have a good team around you to, to be checking your they start going into your health insulin markers. levels and everything at, what, at a certain point don't yeah. they yeah, so anything to help get that title that's something I'd sort of advise anyway for anybody who ever thought of considering using would be get your health markers checked you know get your blood, blood work, work done yes, so yes. before you even think about touching it you know yeah. get that checked during course get it mm -hmm. checked after to see where your levels are at and like you said it, it affects you permanently you know, when you come off that course, what are you going to do from there? Are you coming off cold turkey? Are you running a TRT? Yes. You've got to be checking your levels if they plummet in, if there's things sort of out of balance, and just just make sure that you're healthy. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think that's a really good. Don't don't shy away from it. Go out there and try and get as much information data as you possibly can. Yeah, yeah. Explore every avenue before yeah. you even consider doing that. It's important. I agree with that. I agree. So this friend, he did. What federation was, was it that he did in, in NABA as well, yeah, um, NABA. So, like I said, he sort of jumped on it. And we were good friends before, and he sort of mentioned doing it. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll run with that. Did, was, it, was, it, was it a good experience? Best. Or, best, yeah. life-changing, genuinely life-changing. So like being cliche. Are you going to compete again? Definitely. I got my sights set on 2023. 20, yeah. Next year. So, what's the plan then? Are you gonna? Are you bulking now? Are you? What is? I I I'm a complete noob, by the way. So you have to explain the system. No, so for myself, I've been out. Um, well, I had three years out of training. Um, I've only been back since July twenty one, June July twenty one. So about seven months now to date, training. So, started getting the structure back in. I jumped online with a coach then, um, Dan McNabb, aka Big Pale Nasty, the boss. A legend of a man. Actually, yeah, yeah, he's uh, and a lot of people would say the legend, yeah. You no, know, he genuinely is. He's uh, he's the man holding the reins at the minute, so he's okay. um, giving me all the advice I need, everything that I need to all the tools. Be held accountable, exactly. Accountability, the massive thing for myself. Um, yeah, I can't be accountable to myself. I need somebody to put with me to shit. I'm exactly the same. I'll, I'll give my time to anybody else and give them everything I can, but for myself, I think, nah, that'll do. So, yeah, yeah. Like I said, Dan's got the reins for me now, and he's just sort of stripped me down to um, 
low body fat. So you stripped you first. Right, okay, to have a look at what we're working with kind of thing. So just to strip the body fat down, so ultimately the goal is just get massive. Every man in the gym, as you know, is just, yeah, you let's get as big as you possibly big can. Yeah, yeah, big Craig, <laughs> big Craig. Want... When you call Big Craig, you know you've made it. <laughs> I want to join the Steves and Mikes in the gym, yep, like, you yep. know, the legends. The legends, the, the ones the grunting heads. in the corner. That's the, the ones. Yeah, that sounds really good. So. Is it is it better to be leaner to put on muscle then? Because this is the this is something that confuses me. In fact, people say you have to be in a surplus, you have to be quote unquote fluffy in order to to get the muscle that you you you're after. Uh, obviously, you have to be in a little bit of a surplus, but it does it have to be that major? Do you have to be eating no. so much? So it's got to be like a steady increase. If you was a power lifter, um, you'd be looking at you when trying to look good. You're just trying to perform. Weight pushes weight. You mm. know, when you're bigger, you will get the bigger lifts. Weight pushes weight. That's interesting. I like that. But. When you're going from an aesthetic point of view, you need to be at a lower body fat. Well, it's better to be in a lower body fat yeah. just for the recovery process, um, transferring nutrients like visceral fat buildup, which right. is like the fat that sort of clings around your organs, you know, so yeah, yeah. just down to little things like that. Um, so where you start now, and I'm literally due to start my next week in the push phase, there'll be a gradual increase of calories. So it'll go from, for example, let's say 2000 to two four. So you see how you go from there, yeah. um, and then you just push on as you go then. But you've you got to expect, like you said, to get fluffy, and mm. it's going to happen. You know, mm. You're in a surplus, so mm. it, it's, you, know, you, you will match, your strength will sort of match the weight as you go. You'll see the improvements with the calories when they're going in, the yeah, lifts in the gym. Me, yeah. Recovery is all, you know, the, the major parts. I think if there's a goal, I think if there's an end goal and there's, um, you know that you're putting up with the fluffiness for the strength <laughs> and, and, you're, and it's not going to last, then it's not so bad. Yeah. Um, but if you just come off the back of Christmas and you're just a bit fat, it's, there's no yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, the, the men's pies done their job. Oh, like, God, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> no. it's, it's, it's mentally, I suppose, it's easier to, to bear with. Yeah, definitely. And I I think that's, again, subjective, like, between women and men. Um, mm. f for me, I don't mind going around full hog, you know, just mm. no definition. Just I know the muscle's coming on. Do you know what I mean? I can yeah. live with that, but I think for a woman is more... Um, they don't want to be as fluffy and big no. and it's a conscious thing. Having to, I've got two um, sets of clothes. I've got bigger clothes. <laughs> what we say in winter and summer. Literally, it? when that button won't go up, it's <laughs> like, oh, God, open the other drawer. Time Here to get the salads up. Time to, yeah, 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 yeah. The big pants. <laughs> uh, my coach, um, I'm coaching with a guy called Yannick, he said to me, uh, Saturday he was like we're gonna have a refeed you just you just eat what you want a, a meal and a dessert and I was like, okay so I went out I had some pizza fries cookie dough oh, ice cream the, the words everyone wants to hear as well refeed yeah what? Re okay. are you serious <laughs> I literally went you're gonna have to plan my off plan meal though because I don't know how you shop <laughs> no just go eat so I got in the car after, undid the top button on my trousers, just let my belly just, oh, it was a good feeling. It's a good feeling. But that was only because I knew the following day everything was going to be back on yeah. track and everything, you know. Yeah, I think like a day or two it comes back down and it, you learn your body as you go as well. Yeah. Like for Yannick, I know he's an astute coach, you know, yeah. um, he's, he's well known, does very well with like his clients. Yeah. Um, same from my perspective with Dan and, mm. you know, as experienced as they can be, they still pitching ideas to you that you know it's based on a guest i'm at the closest you yeah. know educated guest yeah. and what's going to work but kind of filling with knobs until they, they sort of get yeah, the right yeah right you, you've got to have the buy-in with frequency. them as well haven't you yeah, yeah. exactly that exactly. I, I, yeah and looking at the portfolio of uh of athletes that he's got or and, and imagine dan as well it's, it's sort of 
Am I going to look like that? I'm going to look yeah. there and have shoulders like that. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Like, why don't I look like that already? Yeah, Come yeah. On. <laughs> Been doing it a it's week now. Come yeah. on. <laughs> then you've got like 20 year olds walking around like six foot five and like 300 pounds, like genetic freaks. Just yeah, not, the genetic fair. freaks. Oh, it's just not fair. There's a couple in my gym. I walk past and they just, oh, I'm just never going to get there. The hips just aren't <laughs> like, my, my bum is never going to be that big. Very frustrating. Um, talking about like the mental health side of things when it comes to dealing with putting on the weight and when you're in prep as well and this is a um not i haven't really fully experienced this but i just hear that the horror stories of how people feel they have no energy because they're not eating a lot on the run-up to the show now um i imagine your, your body sort of naturally reacts to not having a lot of fuel so it slows everything down including the capacity for you to remember your own name how what was your experience like with that I think, um, thinking back on it now, you, you've got to take it all in your stride and for yourself now with you, what you were prepping for, with all that to come. I think to start, like, tell me if you think I'm wrong, but it's exciting at the moment, it's a new experience mm -hmm. and, you know, it's, it's exciting to see what's going to happen. So over the coming weeks, depending on all, how long your prep's going to be, I think mine was around a 12-week period. I think the first six weeks I enjoyed it. I got down to the stage where I felt really good. Mm. And then you start really, really depleting them, the digging deep, and you know, you, you're sleep deprived, you mm. can't go to sleep no matter how much you try. What's that it's, about, the insomnia? What is that about? Why? Just your body craving like energy, fats, calories, yeah, yeah, carbs, yeah. anything, just give I'm it. <laughs> you're waking up in the night if you could even sleep, and you're just uh, thinking, food, your body is telling you, just psychologically, you need to eat. Mm. It's, you can't get away from that. Mm. Um, I think for the four weeks leading up the show except for the, the final week that's that's just mental hell you know because you you are depleted mm -hmm. you're just groundhog day and you, your cardio your minimum amount of calories you're trying to perform or just even work out you know or just exist never exactly. mind just doing all that workout you, you've got to exist you know yeah. and function in a day-to-day -day job yeah yeah so getting around all of that is challenging but worth jumping the hurdles for mm, once you really? once you get to the show day you know, there's a million and one things going through your mind. You you obviously want to win, you want to do well, or, you know, at least a top three, whatever your goal's going to be. Place, yeah. yeah, exactly. And it, everyone's sort of different. I mean, I think a lot of people would be, yeah, first place, that's all they want. And yeah. Nothing's ever good enough. And yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. you know, yeah, when then. when you're backstage then, the nerves sort of kick in. And you're going to pretend to be humble. You've been you know? doing your sort of routine for weeks. You're thinking, oh, shit, I just forgot it. What am I going to do now? Yeah. <laughs> and then you walk out under the lights. You can't How see do a I walk thing. Again? Boil it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sort of like slugging out on stage. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's an experience you won't forget. Once you're out on there, the nerves go away. You yeah. enjoy it. And it's worth it. You just being. run with it. So you, I can imagine you're very isolated as well beforehand, like family, friends, you can't really see them, you haven't got any time for Yeah, it was hard at the time when I was with my ex and sort of we had uh, our family, so like we planned it like a weekend, I didn't want it to rule my life, I wanted to enjoy that mm. and have the family life. No, you it, don't plan it's on it. Gotta be, no, it, yeah. it's got to be a good balance, it's hard to find. Um, but, you know, we'd, I'd sort of cook all my meals and plan it and, right, we'll do this. And then we'd be driving in the car and I'd be like, oh, i got to pull over, i eat my food. And then we're like, oh. right, we're going to Folly Farm now. Or, do you know what I mean? And you'd be uh. doing all sorts of things in between. But it, it was manageable, you know, um, and the situation at the time, you can work around it, but you just, you've got to play it smart as you go. Plus your mood as well. Like you, I can mm. imagine stood in Folly Farm, a goat licking your hand. <laughs> like, oh, don't punch it. Don't punch it. <laughs> no, I get a barbecue on and I take a leg off it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Like yeah. you're having it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Going in my belly. Just chasing chickens around. What's he doing? <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> but yeah, you just got to plan around things. Um, yeah, that's all you can do, really. Do and just take it in your stride. You know, yeah. like you said, you got that lack of energy and you're walking around and you're trying to be happy for the kids. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah. No, so that's, I'm glad that you say it's worth it though. So even though it's hell for, well, for me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found it. A lot of people don't. <laughs> if I get there and I'm like, this is shit, I'm gonna so blame you. Well, like, you know, <laughs> you told me it was gonna be good. Yeah, no, God, I am. I'm glad. Just gotta enjoy the process of it as you go. Like everyone's experience is different, isn't it? So for you now, you gotta be, really be invested in it and just enjoying it. You know, take note of your body as it's changing. Listen to what your coach is saying, asking yeah. questions, and that goes for anybody again. Just mm. really be keep communication mm. you know and them days where you are sort of struggling you know you've got the advantage of having a coach speak to them look i'm, I'm dying today i can't even lift yeah. lift my head up you know i've yeah. got the energy to, to go to the toilet today is it yeah. gets to them days affecting my job so yeah and yeah. If somebody who's experienced it before they've got that pull to empathize with how you feel so you know yeah. you utilize them yeah what so how old were you when you did that first competition i can't remember um was it 2015? Yes, that was, yeah, 2015. So seven, eight years ago, about 23. 23, 23. So were you a sporty kid, or is that the first kind of gym fitness experience that um, you were? I think I started the same as most people in like the industry. You know, you're a fat kid, and not so much <laughs> I was picked too. up. Yeah, yeah. little chubbers, like and they end up being the uh, the yeah. ugly duckling, so to speak. But no, I, I was a chubby kid, and my best friend in school at the time, he was Mr. Athletics, you know, and he'd be running and uh, doing like long jump and killing everybody in there and shot put and triple jump and he's like oh this prick like, <laughs> yeah, what prick. Aren't you good at? yeah exactly yeah. i'll find it but yeah you know it just sort of spurred me on and motivated me to start doing stuff so i started doing long distance running i got a really good runner then um, so it wasn't necessarily about the aesthetics thing it was just no, wanting to be strong just fit there better and yeah and you get that mental kick then as well don't you feel on top of the world you know there's not an issue that can touch you my gosh that it was a big thing for me when i was training and i felt like just happier yeah happy exactly yeah, just a lot happier more confident that wasn't just because i was like losing weight or getting in shape it just had some the chemical the, the chemicals that flood your brain yeah, when you're yeah they just come rushing the name like you say there's no explanation for it it's, you just feel good for doing it it's okay. happy and just confidence but yeah i mean i started from doing like long distance running um playing with a local rugby team with some friends mm. um and yeah went into it from there i think about 21 or 22 I dipped out and that's where I started training in the gym with my friend Sava um well I was training in the gym before that we started sort of training together then yeah. you know and just trying to push each other and that's where the bodybuilding kicked in from there then with his, his influence yeah. <laughs> yeah progressive overload try and get your numbers up um did you ever I, by the way I have a list of questions here because I don't want to miss out anything um it. Did you ever suffer any training-related injuries during rugby or gym oh, or? To make the name, um, <laughs> genuinely, just without I never broke a bone. Oh. Um. So nothing that severe. Whatever. Like, you never broke a bone. No, I know of. No. <laughs> no. Um. Nothing sort of that severe, but you just pick up niggles like rugby, and you know, you sort of conditioned to the knocks after a while. Um. But yeah, it's just like constant calf pulls. Um shoulders sort of playing up as well just from the contact and things like that gym just yeah repetitive strain in the gym isn't it, it? yeah pulls you in there and it's yeah. more so your own fault then for trying to 
overload weight and take your muscles past a natural range of motion right, further okay. than what they're sort of used to. Now, I think a lot of people would be doing that. Yeah, I could guarantee about 60 to 70% of people's yeah. injuries and they're accruing them through things like that. Yeah. <laughs> so you think thinking more of your accrued. I know, I know. Or injuries have been picked up. Well, yeah, yeah, well, you know, you know firsthand that my neck um, is a complete shit show. Um, can and you look it, up? Pardon? Can you I, look up now? I can't, you oh, fixed me. Yeah. Look, Easy, how much like an owl. Yeah, look at an owl, look at an owl now. It's a brilliant advertisement for your work. <laughs> just saying. You can look all the way around, guys. Famous sports therapy, just saying. I walked in, I walked in, uh, to, yeah, I walked in in complete agony. Like, I just couldn't look up. And then after, how many sessions did we have? Two, three, three, I think. Three. Was it three? I thought it was two. Maybe three, maybe three. Either way, log, but... <laughs> I, you could probably hear my screams um, down the road, but they, it worked. It really worked. I, I'm so glad. And um, yeah, so hips next. Um, so why did you get into the sports therapy thing? How, you know, was it because you were getting injured so much or? So it was due to the injury that I had through, again, rugby. So after the, I say after the bodybuilding, 2018, last show I'd done with NABA, um, sort of missing the physical contact side of things as we sort of already touched on you know with family life mm. competitions is a lot and i had a young baby so it was wow it was just way, unmanageable yeah. it, it was it was hard to juggle everything but i wanted to do something you know yeah. i can't not just sort of do anything yeah. so i went back to rugby probably about four stone heavier than where i was before trying to jump back at full back and run i just no it wasn't gonna happen so i was pulling things left right and center and yeah. one game then um hyperextended the arm and my bicep ruptured so <sighs> just you had a little pop it was literally like a click of the finger and yeah I let the guy go and just mm. run off so just holding my arm on the side like what was that something's not right oh so the pain <laughs> didn't start straight away no you hear the click and it's like you feel the pop as well and it was like hang on what what just happened something's something's not right so I walked off to the side and I was like looked to the coach it's like yeah I've I've done something, isn't it? It's, I don't know where it is. Uh, as I pulled my sleeve up, there was just no tissue there. It was like the same size as your ankle oh. all the way up, so it was like a double shoulder. Do you know what I mean? It's just a big bubble sat at the top. So it's like, yeah, that's. I bet you went into shock. Like I would. I, I was would. just looking at it like. That you know, isn't right. I'm sure my arm didn't yeah, look like that before. I think I better go and have this looked at. Uh. It's like somebody had slapped the hot water bottle fresh on it, it just went boiling hot. So the pain didn't initially kick in, but I walked from like the halfway line to the change rooms. I went to straighten my arm, like to take my top off. Yeah. To jump in the showers and I was squealing like a pig then he kicked in but yeah it was um it was fun I think after nine days he'd done the surgery for me had it reattached um even just saying reattached sounds dramatic doesn't it but yeah that's exactly what they've done right did they put you under or yeah yeah that was the worst part of all of it never had it before so it was like and they count backwards don't they no everybody says this like oh my my anethra test or whatever they called they said oh can you name me 10 yeah. rugby players can you do this can you count backwards come cheat whatever and they had their backs turned and they were putting this white shit in my arm and it was like <laughs> what's that she said that's the stuff it'll put you that's what I remember <laughs> it was like yeah she just put me to sleep didn't say nothing they didn't care whether you're asleep or awake they were uh, there like, it was in a rush awake, clearly yeah just get in get over here go let's go check his face out back on <laughs> so yeah it kind of um, from there then you know I, I was qualified PT anyway so I was always fitness heavy fitness related um, with our side of things and I just want to expand knowledge like I love anatomy fitness just how the body works is quite think, sad really I'm obsessed with that no, stuff I enjoy I it you know sad. I think that's amazing I think yeah and, and the, the service that you can bring as a 
personal trainer knowing about you know about the human anatomy like you do and the, and the muscles and why things do what they do yeah i would comfortably give you my money i'd feel like i was in safe hands so i think you've done the right thing there yeah it helps just to broaden your knowledge of things you know when something i'm passionate about so i just thought looking at the sports massage and i booked on a good course um sports massage academy actually the um the md is eddie hall's brother alex hall Right. So they seen that I thought, ah, gotta be good. Yeah, yeah. just work with them, and they yeah. they were brilliant to be fair. So, yeah, I just sort of took it from there. How then. long did that take to do to do the course? I think it was around three months every weekend, um, just weekend course from there. So you go in, they teach you like all through. So normally, like guys your age doing that would be out on the piss on the weekend, but Probably. you've got family <laughs> life, you're prepping for shows, and you're you're nerding out on the weekends. Yeah, you're an impressive that. human being. You should be very proud of yourself. Different folks and then different strokes. So what can you very say? Very much know? so. But but the thing is, in the long run, you'll have you can party like crazy because you'll be like really successful, happy, comfortable, financially stable, and now it's time. I won't count my chickens. We'll do this on. again in a couple of years. Yeah, okay, yeah. Everything went to shit. Years time, Harry, I feel like you lost me. <laughs> I'm drinking every weekend. I'm in the pub. <laughs> yeah, I'm done with sports massage. <laughs> Forget people. My hands really hurt because I'm constantly massaging people. Arthritic thumbs. No yeah, one thank will massage me. I'm a no. So starting your own business then, like how stressful is that? Because as soon as someone starts telling me, talking to me about their businesses and the, the t- you have to do your own tax and getting clients to even come, how did you find all of that? Yeah, starting was just as hard as everybody makes it out to be. It's, yeah. There's no it's no shying away from that. In hindsight, I started um, in November 2019, starting towards Christmas, any sort of business. It's never really a good idea. Mm. <laughs> um, and yeah, come the March, was in full lockdown, so nothing hands-on, so oh that was God, even was better. That, you did it in lockdown? Well, yeah, it was... Um, I qualified, like, early 2019. Didn't officially start until sort of end of 2019 with, like, the logo and the business and, you know, yeah. just doing little the bits. The logo's really good, by the way. It was really good, really smart. So, yeah, it was... Yeah, it's a bit stressful to get it going, but... Now, obviously, as you know, established down in Celtic Pride with the. Uh, well, how did that come about? There. I love Celtic Pride. Well, I'd done a little spat of about eight months up there training when they was down in the old car park. So between rugby and like at youth age around eighteen, nineteen, um, I'd done like um, an eight month spat with them there. So I knew Greg and Giff, the coaches there, mm-hmm. and just sort of dropped them a line to say, look, I've got this to offer. Mm. Um, no one in my bowl, and he said, yeah, no problem. Come up, we'll have a chat. Got there and they basically said, right, we've got that room in there. What are we doing with it? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Wait to go. Yeah, Happy days. <laughs> nice one, boys. Celtic Pride, by the way, for anyone that doesn't know, mixed martial arts yeah. gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just Fantastic. get bigger and better every every year. They do the, sh- the show's uh, stand-up war as well. Is yeah, it? so you've got um, Giff, who sort of runs the stand-up war in Evervale. Mm-hmm. Um, that's obviously taking massive success. They're on the fifth one, be March now. Mm. Um, you've got Greg, who's running like Polaris. Which is like, how do I describe it? Like the FIFA of football then for for jujitsu. So do you know what I mean? Is that type yeah. of that that sort of level? The renowned coaches are fantastic. What they do yeah. and like the members down there. You, you know a couple of them. They, they just they got some nice amazing people. fighters. Oh, phenom- phenomenal talent. There's down some there. girls in there that would beat the shit out of me. And, and me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the monsters in there. I wouldn't mess They're with them. Crazy I don't want strong. Yeah. Were well, you? You'd be great. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> big Craig what? Big Craig what? Yeah, back in the gym. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've done a few. I've done Ring Girl in for those events uh, for Stand Up War, and they're always so professional. Oh, of course, so, you've done them. So yeah. entertaining. Oh, March is the next one actually. So you're in with that? Oh no, because you're prep. Or will you be hitting that in between? I'll be doing it. Ah, oh, then we call that. I'll be looking good. <laughs> ripped. I'll lean. be looking ripped. Yeah, yeah. It's no fluffiness short. at all. No fluffiness in sight. No, well, it better not be anyway. Yeah. Be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you're doing it wrong. Quick deplete. Yeah. Okay, let me look at my list of questions. So we've, uh, did you work with a coach? Yes, you worked with a coach. You didn't. You didn't work for the, with the second one. You said you didn't have a coach. You did prep yourself. No. So the first one, they had um, that, that big Mike, as we called him. Um, so we just sort of and coaching is more like you and me know it now with our yeah. coaches. He yeah, was, yeah. You are. He wrote out, wrote the diet out on a piece of card and said, "Do this mm-hmm. and come see me in another four weeks, and then yeah. we'll do whatever." And he was like, "Yeah, just that." So it was not like on you know constant text support on WhatsApp before yeah. and after check in pitch. So like, yeah. "No, just keep doing this. Keep doing that." You I know. like the check-ins. I've got to be yeah. honest. It reminds me that it's not, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's working. It keeps you visualising your progress, mm-hmm. doesn't it? You know, when you're seeing week on week the improvements, as little mm-hmm. as they may be, when you're seeing little definition lines coming through. Yeah. And, yeah. Which are enhanced by the tan. Or the lighting. And the <laughs> lighting, or both. And the very small pants. As long as they're in filters, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> what, is the process? what was the process? Because if you've got, like, three coats of tan, this is, again, this is all new to me. What? Oh. How did you... Did, how did you book? Did you have to? What's the deal? Talk to, talk me about like peak week. Uh, peak week. Um, yeah, not, <laughs> like, not something I would call it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, tan in. So, say the show would be on a Saturday, like hair off on the Tuesday. Go hair off. Oh, did shave. You, you shaved. Yeah. Okay, so there's because you can. Is it Vic? A Mac or something Mac. somebody said. I don't know. I just I can't be bothered going to buy bottles of crap. Just shave it off a razor. Just get the hair off. Yeah, Sharp you know? razor and we're good. Yeah, just you know, nick yourself on the back of the knees and all that as well. Nice little stinger. <laughs> just to remind. Turn around, shove your hand. Little cuts Yeah, yeah. So you jump in then for like the spray tan on a Wednesday, top up on the Friday, and you buy something. Um, some federations allow it called Dream Tan. It's just like treacle. You get a tanning mat and just slap it on. Okay. I hope it looks good and doesn't go to shit by the time you stand on stage. Sweating. Yeah, dripping <laughs> off or too thick and it looks like tar is terrible. I'm such a sweater as well. Yes, everywhere. Really. She looks really good until she like put her arms out and then she's <laughs> Just be a puddle left I by the end. I panic like... and I just get, I just drenched. I don't know what it is. And pump my hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So did the stress of do you think the stress of running your own business and trying to keep it float whilst on prep is going to affect um, the the final outcome of your of your physique? Because stress affects. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It does. You know, you start holding water. water. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. So you, when your sort of hormones rise, uh, sorry, your stress hormone level rises, you do sort of retain water. Um, and again, it's just like I sort of already touched on with you, you know, having that coach and that support that background is so important when you're doing things like that when they can empathize with what you can do to sort of alleviate that stress mm. and give you good advice solid advice not just chat shit on the spot and say yeah mm. go and try that you know they can give you solid advice to try go and and sort of combat it. Yeah. yeah exactly and like you said we, you go into the gym again that good feeling you go in and have a shit workout a week before show and you're thinking that's messed the whole thing up yeah. you can't get into that rut you know because you're not going to be gaining nothing from there at that point yeah. you maybe got a little bit of fat to strip nothing you know it's it's not gonna make it's the same as when you're like manifesting good stuff if you're putting those good thoughts out and you're telling yourself you're awesome 
then you know but if you tell yourself negative things you yeah. probably have a negative outcome it is very positive true. vibes yeah you've got yeah. to believe it don't you? if you yeah. don't believe in yourself um, you really do so who's doing your uh, sports massage because you but is it important to have regular sports <laughs> yeah of course it is um so i've got somebody local who sort of sees me when when she can um, apart from that though I just tend to get the cups out get the rolling pin drag it over wherever you, you, you know you could do it yourself <laughs> just, yeah it's easy enough but no calves I won't touch I gotta get something I gotta get her to do that for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I back off the calves yeah. so what's the difference between um, deep tissue massage and, and as you say the cups like what why why bring those out any at all so the sports cupping um, deep tissue therapy is just a way of sort of releasing muscular tension so physically getting into muscles to break open um tight fibers allowing them to function tidy like when some people for example they try and do a lat pull down but the one side of their their back isn't contracting they can't get the elbow back as far you know you've got to look at these areas mm. so you'd be looking at the rhomboids the traps potentially even the sort of rotor cuffs internal and external if there's anything there there's you know not to bombard with info but you've got to look at all the different oh, muscles good, that are working yeah. Yeah. um or what isn't working more so which is why when you come in you should be doing um the full consultation getting the history behind how it's even happened how long you've had it mm. going through the postural assessments um so you're breaking down the right areas then when you actually go into the the physical application mm. um as you know firsthand but then the cups they they're another form of sort of deep tissue so where a sports massage deep tissue is like a positive pressure being applied to the muscle by physically pressing you know knuckles thumbs elbows into that area to break open those tight tissues yeah the the sports cups are like a negative pressure so where you apply them to a muscle they create that vacuum which they get sucked up they look awful they look dreadful and they leave terrible marks as well um i thought my marks were cool <laughs> you're probably the only one <laughs> they look dreadful especially on your neck you know people walking around yeah. what is that <laughs> skank <laughs> <laughs> oh i love them oh yeah yeah <laughs> but no it's um it's really beneficial you know like it says that is that decompression of the muscles so it breaks apart the tension but in like a, a negative pressure if you get what i mean mm. so it opens up those fibers and with our vacuum is sort of constantly sucking on that, that that same spot it draws out stagnated blood right so we're muscle tigers fighting uh, what no, no, tigers and fighting yeah you know, he's a <laughs> you all knew you all knew it. <laughs> we muscle fibers to tighten up it restricts the the blood vessels so opening them back up allows the blood to flow through those cups will draw out the stagnated blood that hasn't been sort of flowing consistently. Wow. So that's where the marks are. It's not that's actually why mine was so dark. Yeah. The, more, the tighter the area, the darker the cups. I've got that on my page, like a, a brief like chart of yeah, explanation. Yeah. I didn't, I never, I sort of understood that that's why, but th that the, the darker it was worse with lighter, but never why. So that's really, really interesting. Yeah. It was the first time I came and we did the cups, it was d really dark yeah. and insane. And then like the purple, second time it was much much lighter much healthier that healthy pinky red color yeah. which is you know improvement as not on from the first one that we've done i think like two weeks before or whenever it was you would come in stagnant stagnant blood stag yeah stagnated blood so it isn't flowing effectively through tight areas through the yeah. capillaries yeah, yeah sounds like something lanky <laughs> doesn't it <laughs> it's like uh, get it out Ah, oh, no wonder I was in pain. <laughs> so, so when people say um, oh, I've got knots or I feel knots, what is what's that? That's the muscles. So yeah, it's a common term used, isn't it? You know, oh, I got I got a knot in my shoulder. Or my, yeah, 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 no. Yeah. So it's the actual term is adhesion. So it's a sticking point. You know, to think to tie a knot, you need two loose ends, tie it in the middle, sort of thing. Yeah. So, you know, just to be again a bit of a dork, it is an adhesion. Adhesion, no. A muscle adhesion. Um, 
but yeah, just sort of overactive muscles. Um, so again, relating it to the gym, if you're doing, I don't know, say a bench press and your one side is more active than the other, it'll naturally tighten because it's taking more of the workload. So an overactive muscle, um, it sounds contradictory, but when a muscle is stretched too much, it'll tighten. It's right. like a reaction to stop it from being stretched too far, for example. And uh, okay. So, again, that would need releasing. Um, and, again, that's why you should, well, sports therapists should be doing um, consultations, looking at postural assessments and range of motion testing to see. That's crazy. That's mental. I've, I've been trying to desperately get into the splits just because <laughs> I want to be cool. Yeah, be just like, because, like, yeah. it doesn't want to do them. And on the dance floor, just, just drop into the splits. You're going to pull, aren't you? But recently, yeah, my hamstring, it it felt tighter than when I started doing it. So that makes a lot of sense. I've overdone it. I've overdone it. That's right, just... I'm going to have to book in at the end of this because you're going to have to sort my hamstring out. <laughs> if people actually started booking, I would be making an early retirement, I think. But, yeah. <laughs> if you start having it, you don't realise the benefits of it, do you? But, Massively. You know, it's, it's not a cheap treatment. I understand that. But once you start receiving it, you see the, but the difference. But people spend more on silly things. Yeah. People spend more on, on things that aren't any good for them. Let's go buy a tub of phosphorus that I need yeah. for my diet. <laughs> our, our, our bodies, we only get one of them. Yeah, you spot on. You, you, honestly, the pain I was in on my neck, I just can't even describe how much happier. And like, I, did, I got a bit emotional when you first brought it up. It went from like a 10 to a 5 in one in one session. And then came back and just come completely cured now. It's I can remember really... you could, like said to the mess, he was like, oh, my neck. I was like, what's wrong? I was like, I can move it. It's like, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong now? <laughs> I can actually look up. Yeah. See, there's stars up there. <laughs> 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 no, you, you, I really, really appreciate it. But, um, yeah, hips next. And what you're saying, actually, is very interesting with the... Um, the If you're tight on the one side, you're compensating with the other side. And I think a lot of people... Uh, that's more of a, that's a very common thing yeah. i think um and can affect again the symmetry of your physique if you're going for that stage um yeah. symmetrical look then you need a sports massage person keeping an eye out for those type of things exactly yeah. and you look you hear it all too often as well i mean people going to the sports therapists and they oh i got a bad back and they just lie and straight the table and start rubbing it back yeah it you, might not you've got to look back. at no you've got to look at the whole the whole picture you know is what I'd say was a source and a symptom. So you've got a bad back, okay, that's the symptom. Mm -hmm. what, what's the source? What's causing it? All too often, the common cause, which I'm finding more recently, is like glutes, tight glutes. Yes. Because it all attaches sort of at the hips. Right, because you've got these big muscles coming from the Massive, bottom of your powerful. spine, hip yeah. flexors. Those more so glutes at the back. As, right, glutes, okay. So so, which is made of three muscles, your max, your med... And your, your glute, glute, glutamus maximus. Glute max, a big one, and glute mead. More on the hip. Yeah. Is, it? Yeah. Is, it? is it? Right, okay, okay. Those two ones. Yeah. Your bum muscles. The, your bum ones. If you want a big bum, you've got to consider the different types of muscles in there. And yeah, you've got loads of sort of internal and external rotators underneath, and it's just like a big jigsaw in there. But yeah, you've got to look at everything. You know, it could it's be coming from the upper back, it could be from muscle. the lower, you know, and it, you just for anyone who ever does go into a sports therapist if they're not doing any sort of consultation if they're not doing any sort of range of motion or history get up and get out yeah <laughs> just go to somebody who's going to do that with yeah, it whoever yeah. it's going to be looking into it a little yeah, bit more. yeah who's caring about your, your progress they're not just doing what you think you need so that you give them they give you your money and yeah that's, yeah yeah no that's, that's smart it's very good um what other so talking about common 
injuries you, you walk they walk in you'd like you say you do the consultation you'd go right i think it could be this this and this but what about when you get like someone that's got a really really weird injury that you've never heard about before and like it's mind-boggling what do you do on the spot then so yeah it's not so much being on the spot it's just sort of thinking rationally about it you go through all your range of motion testing as you would anyway that's right the consultation you get the mm. history behind it is it something that's triggered it is it something that's come on gradually you know is this a chronic problem which you sort of mean born with you know like scoliosis mm. or something mm. um you go through your uh, postural assessments have a look what's going on with the, how they stand in are they sort of crooked to the one side for whatever the injury may be um and range of motion testing then after that and have a little palpate or probe around sort of tight areas and have a look and see if there's something that i think is out of my depth and something that i can't sort of solve and tell them there and then it's just honesty is the best policy isn't it you know we're not yeah. going to say oh let's try and have a go we're here to help people at the end of the day yeah exactly and you know i've had people come in where it's sort of there's nothing i can really do for them and i've told yeah. them which you know unfortunately there's not you can go to somebody else and they'll probably try and do it for you and yeah you're not going to get nothing from it you're just damaging your name in the long run because exactly. it didn't really help me and would you would you um recommend anyone do you, do, say if it was scoliosis for example and there's not a lot you can do about that is there what do you do no i mean you can sort of try and manage the other half the sports massage is like rehab on the side so mm-hmm. as you sort of had very basic sort of um stretches to do you know apply mm-hmm. heat, use the stretch um exercises for your stretches. neck there's not really a great deal you can do but like i live by resistance bands for things like scoliosis you've got to be doing a lot of um mobility work so mm-hmm. using light resistance Again, you can use sort of stretching techniques. You're never going to fully resolve the issue, but you can put it to a manageable degree of pain or mm. discomfort, I should say, not pain. Mm. So things like that, if if there's something where it'll be short-term relief, I'll tell the client that, and it's, look, it's not going to fix your issue. It might give you relief, it might not. I'll leave that in your hands. But again, yeah. you just got to do what you can for people and be honest. If there's something where... I haven't got a clue. I'm just like, look, this is what I can tell you was happening. This is why I don't know what's happening. So <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. I think that's good, being honest. Do, do your family always ask you for free massages and things? Nah, they, they, <laughs> oh, I'm, they? I'm not nice to them. Just elbows oh deep straight away. <laughs> I would be bothering you all the time, all the time, for free massage. Okay, well, this has been incredibly insightful and brilliant. I have um, a question that I like to ask everyone at the end. Um, of our chat and that is if you were to give your younger self some advice going forward if you could go back in time what would you say to yourself mm. <laughs> where do I start so I was still going to go nine minutes anyway. sort of one, <laughs> one question um, one bit of advice sorry um, probably just say invest in yourself I mean <sighs> Like I'm at the stage now where I'm overlapping with, with two roles. So I'm doing something I don't really want to be doing, but I've got my business ticking <laughs> on the side of that. So that's the sort of long-term goal to step. Yeah. Invest in yourself for something you want to do, even if it's something you know you might not think could be beneficial. But if you can invest in it in the long run and it'll help you, go for it. Nice. You know? Nice. If that so makes it, sense. No, it does. It does. It does. Sorry. I just like <coughs> drank my tea. Don't choke. And it went down the wrong way. Um... If if I know you're saying that you're kind of it's a sort of sacrifice in a way for the for the benefit in the future. Is it are you what's the long term goal for your for your business? Are you are you adapted I'm not allowed to say anything as a secret. No, no, not at all. So <laughs> I'm at the level three sort of sports massage, the long term goal again would be to develop the level four. 
looking into things like um, dry needle and acupuncture, so mm. for treatments that need it. Yeah. Um, as I already sort of mentioned, qualified PT as well. So I've got knowledge and depth of um, coaching people. So I'll be sort of expanding out shortly yes. into the online coaching community. Again, a coach that knows about the body, knows and has been there, done it, competed. Like, you are the ideal. So I'll offer the more experience I can really yeah. to people. And, you know, I've got the, the insight for the for the rehab side of things as well and picking up on injuries before they can sort of occur mm. without sounding like a snake oil salesman. No, <laughs> no, no. I, I genuinely I, notice with imbalances and imperfections coming and what you can rectify. So, even, yeah, on, even online, if people are sending you videos of them training, for example, you can say, just adjust this, adjust this yeah. again for the symmetry or to avoid injury. You've got a lot Longevity of tools under your Yeah, that's so exciting. I'm really, really happy for you. And thank you so much for um, taking the time to talk to me. No problem. Thanks for having me up here. That's all right. Brilliant. Well, um, if someone wants to find you on social media, what's your at, bro? <laughs> bro. Break it down, bro. Um, hey, my sports therapy. So it's just on as that.